WVOW Local News, now. Coffee shop owner in the city of Logan has his preliminary hearing set in Logan County Magistrate Court. I'm Aaron Stone. Michael Klein has been at the Southwestern Regional Jail on a $500,000 bond ever since he was arrested earlier this month on three felony charges, including first-degree sexual assault of an alleged victim at 11 years old in 2001. Logan County Prosecuting Attorney David Wandling alleges a culture of sexual grooming by Klein. I believe that there were similar grooming techniques uh, at issue in all three of the incidents. Klein is also charged with second-degree sexual assault and a third charge for solicitation of obscene material from a minor. His preliminary hearing is set for today in Logan Magistrate Court. WVOW Logan. Don't let aches and pains put you on the sidelines. Lingering pain from aging or injuries can impair your ability to move and take the fun out of everyday activities. Let Logan Regional Medical Center get you back in the game. Take a joint pain assessment at loganregionalmedicalcenter.com slash orthopedics to find out how we can help alleviate pain, increase mobility and range of motion, and get you back to living your life to its fullest. Logan Regional Medical Center. Be well, live well, that's why we're here. Two people are dead following a head-on collision Sunday evening in Logan County. Logan County Sheriff's Department said the crash happened after 9 o'clock Sunday night on Buffalo Creek Road at Crown. Thomas Donnelly of Ackerville and Marlene Evans of Laredo were both killed in that head-on crash. A passenger in the vehicle with Evans was flown to a hospital. The condition of that surviving passenger is unknown at this time. Investigation of the West Virginia State Police is underway. Investigation began after an anonymous five-page letter was sent to the West Virginia Governor, Attorney General, and several lawmakers at the legislature. Allegations include sexual assaults, thefts, damage to state-owned property at the State Police Academy. Moreover, the accusations include a hidden camera in a women's locker room, as well as misuse of taxpayer funds and troopers billing overtime for work they did not do. Fearing retaliation by state police, the author of the letter did not sign it. Governor Justice has acknowledged the investigation, which is being done by the Department of Homeland Security. It's estimated that investigation will take two to three months to complete. Governor Justice says overall, he remains confident in the West Virginia State Police. Man was arrested Monday in connection to a shooting death of a woman in Charleston. I'm Aaron Stone. According to the Charleston Police Department, 36-year-old Paris Fallens of Charleston was arrested and charged with first-degree murder in connection to the death of Julia Nell Wickline. Police say the incident happened Sunday afternoon around 3 o'clock. Officers arrived, found the victim with a gunshot wound on the porch of a residence. According to police, the woman was seen sitting on the porch while talking on her cell phone. man approached with the victim, exchanged words, and according to police, moments later, the man approached the victim and shot her multiple times. He then allegedly fled on foot in the north direction of Russell Street. Fallen's preliminary hearing is scheduled for February 28th. Cabell County schools have opened an investigation on a substitute bus driver accused of kicking students off the school bus mid-route and driving off and leaving them. I'm Aaron Stone. In a statement, the school board said students in pre-K through third grade cannot be left at a bus stop without adult supervision. Cabell County parents say that's what happened near 6th Avenue Friday afternoon during last week's flooding. 
A fifth grader on the bus is said to have gathered the students, walked them to a nearby restaurant. School board says they are looking into their policies as they go into this investigation, and they have also apologized to the parents for the incident. West Virginia State Senate's Campus Self-Defense Act is up for passage in the House of Delegates today. Yesterday, the majority party voted down two proposed Democratic amendments. Senate Bill 10, commonly called the Campus Carry Bill, sets the parameters for people with concealed handgun permits to carry on public college and university campuses and includes exceptions where the schools may still prohibit weapons. Delegate Sean Hornbuckle of Cabell County proposed to allow schools to establish residence halls where deadly weapons are prohibited to accommodate students who don't want to live in dorms where guns are allowed. Judiciary Chair Moore Capito of Kanawha County said schools can already do that as long as they comply with security measures in state code. And the amendment is so broad it would allow schools to make every dorm a gun-free zone. Delegate Capito says those with permits go through proper training for concealed carry. These are valid licenses uh, that we issue in the state of West Virginia that require training. Uh, this body made a public policy decision to issue these provisional licenses to these certain classifications of folks, and I don't see any reason why we should be isolating them here. The amendments fell in a voice vote. Delegate Evan Hansen of Monongalia County offered on to strike the portion of the bill allowing those with provisional permits ages 18 to 20 to carry concealed under the provisions of the bill. The Second Amendment is not absolute, he said, as he reflected in the 12 exceptions in the bill. Delegate Hansen also says West Virginia is up there in gun suicide deaths and attempts. West Virginia has the fourth highest rate of gun suicides and gun suicide attempts the fourth highest rate of all the states in the country. Last night, the West Virginia University men's basketball team defeated Oklahoma State 85-67. In boys' high school basketball, Logan went over Wayne 77-51, while Huntington St. Joe defeated Mann 67-38. In girls' high school basketball sectional action, Tug Valley defeated Mann 53-27, and Tulsa defeated Sherman 65-14. Tonight, sectional play continues with number three, Lincoln County, at number two, Logan, and number four, Scott, at number one, Wayne. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Okay, well, we're looking here at our temperatures warming up a little bit in the next couple of days. Today, just a small chance for a small shower, otherwise partly cloudy and 60, back down to the low 40s. Wednesday, you get a surge of showers coming up from the south. This is a warm front, so some showers shouldn't last too long. Then we'll get a gap in about 74. But then rain is likely again during the nighttime, crossing into Thursday morning. But even that won't last too long. We do expect to actually dry out and warm up. A little strange for February, the high near 77. We will watch streams of creeks for you. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.